0: Talkin'! Talkin'! Talkin'!
1: Come on you yellows! Flying high beloved arch, waste today!
0: Welcome to the original, the Talker United Yellow Army podcast brought to you each week by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes of the Herald Express and Devon Live. We'll talk you through the latest news from Plainmoor. We'll chat to the people making the news around the club. You can find us in the Talker United channel on the Devon Live website, on Spotify, and on iTunes. Welcome to a sunny, yellow army podcast. We're sitting in sunny in the
1: sky. <laughs> We're sitting not in a necessarily car. in the uh,
0: no. in the car parked in Marnham Road it was far from sunny on Tuesday night yeah do you know it's exactly and I'll tell you to the second it's 38 hours 34 minutes and 57 seconds since the game kicked off yeah on um Tuesday night because I haven't stopped my watch yet
1: no I don't know what that says but uh, no. it, it's um
0: it's been a long time
1: yeah uh, yeah and it's not healed. <laughs> no.
0: um, it was a miserable night Tuesday. The weather I, was I, I miserable. I will say,
1: I wasn't there, but you were... I was. And you were soaked.
0: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely drenched, along with a good proportion of the 850 talkie fans who did make yep. the trip. Great turnout. Great turnout. Poor performance, particularly in a feeble first half.
1: Yeah, I can see the word feeble. Feeble. With, I wrote yeah. that
0: down almost as soon as I got back. <laughs> um and it got slightly better after the break but talkie were not good enough to win the game um a lot of soul searching afterwards horrible atmosphere at the end of the game right um let's be honest if you're one of the people who wants gary to uh, this it's difficult to do this without using the word that they use so if we use the phrase f off are we going to be okay with that people know where we are i think we're fine but a chorus of people shouting f off at gary and at aaron and at other members of the management team it was toxic at the end of the game uh, people feeling strongly uh, we talked to gary in a minute about the the broken family that we've yeah, got you raised the elephant right in the now. room i did raise the elephant in the room which is no mean feat it is it took a bit of lifting but um, gary does answer the question and he answers it very fully um, and it's an interesting debate that we'll have. Um, yeah. That we'll have on the other side of Gary Johnson.
2: Gaffer, yeah, before we look ahead to our next game, before we have to look back to Tuesday night, can I have your thoughts on the uh, uh, the uh, defeat at Western Supermare Please.
3: Yeah, it's frustrating. I think is, uh, is the comment that I got in my head. Uh, you know, along with the supporters, of course. I understand that frustration because um, we didn't start. We didn't start well. I was disappointed with, with our start. Um, they obviously got their goal. We came, we came back into it with the equaliser. And at that point, we looked strong on and off the pitch. It looked like we were going to get something out of that. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, they get a, an opportunity, which was a disappointing penalty. Uh, there was another dubious one. We believe it is chest and then went on to his arm and I think in the rules of the game that's, that's not a penalty but anyway uh, they scored the penalty and um, tried to get back in it um, uh, and then the fellas hit a shot from 30 yards and uh, it screened in the back of the net and then we didn't have enough time really to, to get the game back. We got a goal back, um, good cross from but unfortunately, it also meant that Jarves crashed into the boards. Or, you know, whatever happened there, haven't really looked at that, and is uh, you know we, we're waiting to see the scan results to see uh, what the, what the problem is. So that's a, a disappointing sort of day all round, really, and a frustrating one for everybody. But um, you know, we carry on. We got we we got games coming up now, still that we can quickly. Um, and we've got some big games coming up and we all got to be ready for it. Um, of course at half-time I spoke to the lads uh, because we, we just didn't get going for some reason. You don't coach a team not to get going. Uh, sometimes it's the opposition that have done well against you um, but uh, yeah, frustrating was, was probably the words and you know, as I say I was frustrated as everybody else in our team that we know has got a game in them and we know we've got, some, we've got a good team when they, uh, when they come come out of their shell, which they seem to be in for a little while during that game.
2: Like you say, the, the players didn't play as well as they have done in recent weeks. There were a number of things that obviously went against the club on the night. Um, Dean Moxie and Aaron Jarvis obviously two big players for side, leaving the field early yeah. through injury. Obviously, up front with Aaron Jones, it's not a, a, an area of the field that we're blessed with players. Obviously, if, if he is injured uh, to and unable to take part on Saturday, that, what will be the plan of action then?
3: Well, the plan of action is like it always has been, you know, it's no secret that one of the big questions that's always asked is, you know, we need another, or a statement that's asked, is we need another striker. And we know that. We know that. Um, but you've got to find that right player at the right time for the right reasons because you don't want to make a mistake with a striker if you um, bring somebody in that you, you, you're doing out of uh, necessity rather than out of quality. Um, now to get, the, to get a replacement if you like, if, if that's needed for a little while for, for jarves that's that's not always easy because you know he's he's a good player Jarves and uh, um, and it's difficult to find somebody with that ilk if you like that quality so uh, but you know we keep looking and one day when I write this book um, we'll be able to tell you how many strikers we've had on on the go to to come to us Um, but things have happened either uh, the player wanted to come, and the club wouldn't let him go, or the club wants him to go, but the player doesn't want to come, you know, for whatever reasons. So it, it is the, you know, uh, the main of our lives, if you like. In as much as that, uh, we try very hard, and there's a lot of these players that we we try to get during the close uh, close season and early part of the season that were fifty-fifty wherever they came. Um, and decided to stay, and there's three or four of them that are now playing regularly in their first teams. So that's the sort of player that we want to try and nick, if you like, you know, bring in, so that we uh, enhance the group uh, with with qualities, and that's what we we need to do. So um, it's easy to go out and get uh, somebody that, uh, you know, is playing at a lower level and and bring them in because they want to play at a higher level, and earn more money, but um, we got to make sure the signings that we make are, are right. Now I say that because we're still what we're sixth in the league now. We've had some good games. Uh, we've got a good, good, good group of lads. Even though every now and again they have a poor game, which is frustrating, is the word. Um, but some of them are still young and still finding their feet a little bit. We have had a good run previously and we believe that we can we can do that again so it's um but as and when you get knocks I think Mox is going to be okay that was a cut on his nose it was quite a heavy cut as well but uh it was on his nose whereas Latchley's cut was on his knee you know so that was an innocuous situation in training which was a, a nightmare for us because um, it was due to be like a almost a lazy day to to because we 've been playing a lot, a lot of games, but anyway, um, so we've got to deal with that, and we 're dealing with it and uh, if you if we had a crystal ball and uh, we knew we were going to get promoted, we wouldn't be so frustrated, <laughs> but at the moment, of course we haven 't got that crystal ball, so we've just got to keep going. Uh, the lads have got to believe in themselves and like we believe in them, and, uh, and, and Put in some performances that keep us up in that sort of top group of teams
2: okay, so yeah, there is still reasons to be positive and one of those is the tremendous traveling support yeah. that your team continues to have well home and away but they were you know they were there in their numbers again on Tuesday night and everybody at the club is is doing everything they can to reward them with success aren't
3: they? yeah of course and but you don't get success without the odd hiccup you know the odd trip, if you like, you know, a trip up um, and uh, they, they really got going when we got the equaliser and that picked the lads up and only needed the balloon to be burst when, when they got the penalty. But uh, for those sort of numbers to travel is fantastic uh, for our football club. The lads need them. It does create a bit of an atmosphere f- for us. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so, you know, it, Long what you'd hope is that they keep coming, they keep supporting. Uh there are frustrations from them and from us. We're the same. You know, I'd be feeling exactly the same if I was a supporter on that on that day. But um it just you know, gives you uh that energy to to get it right for those people that make the effort to come. And uh we you know pleased that was a, a great following. Now
2: the National League South fixture list can be unforgiving, but on the plus side, it means there are only a couple of days now, of course, from uh, uh, the next game, and obviously in the next game is a, a chance to put the record straight. That's going to be at Hampton and Richmond, who are a different prospect than they were a few weeks ago. They're in a good run of form at the moment. Aren't
3: they? A good run of form. It was a super result to you know, beat Worthing 4-1. Um, so. We've had a good look at that myself and bousey and uh Louie we sort of assess the oppositions um in this in this league there's there's a lot of inconsistencies, so one week some exactly like us, one week a team will look good uh, and the next week they'll get a result, and you go, how's that happened uh, against a team that didn't look good previously sort of thing you know so there's an inc- that inconsistency that um, teams get in periods like we did, Yeovil did, um, you know, Worthing started off well, there's always those teams win, lose, win, lose, you know, and it's uh, the, the league's still, you know, quite tight and there's, there's, there's plenty of time to go to get another run in, you know, you've got to have a good run in at the start, good run in the middle, and a good run in the end, it's, and then in between you might be unlucky on occasions, but... Um, yeah they're, 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 they've improved definitely and they're on a decent on their decent run at the moment
2: still feels early days in the season because we have passed a quarter of the way mark now apart from obviously you've started well at the top of the table does it surprise you at all that how how closely fought the rest of the division in from second there's there's not many points separating from anybody and, and it's largely much of a muchness and, and like you say if you can put a run together yeah well your oyster?
3: Well, at the moment, there's a lot of teams, including the Oval, that have had uh, a lot of home games. Um, you know Our record um, is, is quite decent at home. You know We've certainly got more than two points on average per game at home, and, um, as far as that's concerned. And so it, it sort of starts panning out around now. You know, we've done the 10 games one. Um, now you've got to look to Christmas time, because by Christmas. You've nearly played half the games, um, and that's another time when you know you, you you look at it and you go, you need to be there. You know, you need to be up there in you know, in with a shout because a lot of teams we still got to play twice, um, and so anyone who's above us that you might have to play twice, you've got every opportunity of you know a couple of wins and a couple of losses for them. So. Um, so we look forward to seeing where we where we are around about Christmas time, but there's some big games between now and then.
2: Just for a moment, looking away from the first team, a big game for the club tonight in the FA Youth Cup, uh, in their final qualifying round game against Reading City. It was a, a game that was due to take place at home. Unfortunately, it's had to be switched. I know that you've watched both of the previous uh, encounters, and uh, there's some uh, there's some good players in that team, and there's reasons to be excited about the future. Yeah, they
3: done they did very well. Yeah, me and Downsey went to uh, both their games, and. Um, at some point we'll be inviting them in to, you know, to have a look. They they got quite a big fixture list with the pro direct games and the youth team games. Um, and then we've had a few, you know, one or two friendlies. Uh, we had the, uh, Devon cup game, you know, so we, we've seen quite a lot of them and there's, there's a bit of quality in there and they're at that age where they can develop very quick. Um, Go from boys into men, and uh, at that point, you'd you'd be interested to see which ones you'd be taking on for the for the next campaign.
0: The elephant in the room is the atmosphere around the end of the game on Tuesday night, which was pretty hostile. Yeah, I know you've spoken about it before that you know you've had this before in your career, and you know you, you can handle it, but it's me aaron got a lot of stick on tuesday somebody said to me that when the physio was dealing with um aaron jarvis he was getting some stick as well right. it it feels as if the relationship between the management and some of the fans
3: yeah
0: is broken at the moment just what can we do to fix that to get the family back together again
3: well you gotta win football matches for a start um and you know don't they they mustn't think that you know me and Downey are going out after a loss, uh, having a drink. We might drown our sorrows, but we you know we're, we're as unhappy and as uh, frustrating, which is what I've, word I've used today, as as they are. And so you know what can you do? Do you know what I mean? It's in somebody else's mind. And somebody there'd be some supporters that think um, you know he's got to go. He's got to go. He's useless. He's not this. And there'll be some that come in to support the team and they'll take the losses with the wins and hope that at the end, by the end of the year, you've got your success. Um, So there's hostility when a team loses everywhere. Um, And we understand that, of course, and we certainly understand it from our, our fans. So all we can do is what we're doing, and that is doing our best for them and this football club. I don't know if you delve into uh, a little bit deeper, there might be something else as well. I don't know, but um, all I can do is try and put a team out that they can be proud of, and they have been proud of a few of our games Um, because you get into a situation that anything you say, people will spin round a little bit, you know what I mean, and so. You have to be careful what you what you say to yourselves, to, to the press. You know, you, sometimes you'd like to be totally honest, but somebody uh, actually you know, twists it round. And you know, I try and be as honest as I can, and, and that's what I'm trying to do. So, yeah, um, if we win the league, we turn all that around. You know, if we we're, if we we're, uh, if we struggle throughout the season, we're not going to win the league, uh, and you're going to lose a lot of fans. So we're we are absolutely doing our best to um, appease the fans, if you like, to to get the ones on side that are not on side. If a goal goes in, or if you lose a game, and that's everywhere. Don't tell me that's not everywhere now. What I don't, what I'm, what we're trying to do is the more we get results and we get a run of results, then hopefully. You win a few back, I think I said that at the start of the season when we'd, we'd only picked up one point in the first two games, got slaughtered by Worthing, should have peaked over. And it sort of started from that, and then each time you lose a few more, you know, get on the bandwagon of being be disappointed, so what can I do, do you know what I mean? If you, uh, All I can be is me and try and be as honest as possible, um, but everyone's got to remember that I feel exactly the same. You know, uh, um, we don't put them, we don't put the team out there to to play lackluster, uh, and I'm not, and I'm sure the lads don't go out to play lackluster, but uh, that's the uh, the level that we're all at, and uh, it was great to see him rise above it all when we got the equaliser. That was a fantastic uh, few minutes where. Before they, as I said, got the penny. So, you know, all I can do is answer those questions and say there's a lot of people that I see. I think everyone knows that I'm not uh, the ogre that some might think I <laughs> think I am, and I'm trying to do the best for this football club. You know, it's not. Um, you know, you don't. It's not as though you you need the job sometimes. You know, when you get to my age and, and uh, you know obviously I've been in the game a long time. But you get that you wanna do well for everybody. You know, you wanna see that man who was frustrated and foaming at the mouth, happy at the end of the season, you know, like and and football gives you that emotion, doesn't it? And it's that's the way it all is and if you'd have seen <coughs> you know, if you'd have been in the dressing room with me at uh, half time at Western me. I was, I was the same. I was exactly the same. Um, the frustration is those, those supporters, which I understand. You know, will will come at the management, won't they? You know, you said about Aaron and that. But listen, we're doing our best for everybody, and we know that this. We want this football club to be successful. That's what we want, and, and that's what we have to keep doing. Anything outside of that, you have to try and deal with. And then answer the questions like you've answered, uh, I've, I've answered just just then. But we're a genuine group, all right? There's nothing what you see is, is, is what you get. We work hard, we work every day. I know some people say I don't work every day, but we work every day other than when everybody has the day off. Um, and, and we work hard at our Our training, our tactics, all that sort of thing. We work hard. Um, And so we can go home knowing that we've done our job, if you like, as best as we can. And then you hand the baton over at 3 o'clock on a Saturday or 7.45 on Tuesday to the players. Sometimes they perform, sometimes they don't. They're human beings. Do you know what I mean? So hopefully that's answered your, 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 your question.
0: Nuts and bolts. Uh, we talked about Dean Moxie and Aaron Jarvis. Is, is Tom Lapsley going to be out for a while, or is he? Um, he said it's a cut on the knee. Is he uh, missing for a, a while?
3: Well, we we got you know some cuts heal quicker than others, but most of them are sort of like ten days to two weeks. So um, yeah, we're just. I mean, Laps was sitting on the floor, you know, with, with a bit of a gash on his knee. He uh, said this was on the Friday, was it? It was on the. Friday I think, or Thursday maybe, and he said, I'll be right, I'll be right on Saturday, I'll be okay. <laughs> and you're thinking, I don't think so. Laps isn't it? Yeah, exactly. But uh, you, you miss Laps' enthusiasm and his energy and his uh, his leadership, if you like. You know what I mean? So, Because he leads by example as well as by voice, if you like. You know, So they all, everyone respects him. As they do, we've got to get, you know, ASA came into the fray he's he's got to get himself sharp yeah, um and uh it, because he's the one that gives you that leadership as well but uh, it's getting that sharpness as well as the the, the leadership that he gives.
0: So how quickly we went from the euphoria of hammering Welling for yeah, one. Which yeah, what a game, game that was. Which was a game I didn't see. I was. Yeah, how long ago one? was that one? <laughs> no, a, that a too long, long time. time. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I was. Uh, sat, I was waiting for furniture to be delivered on Saturday. Oh, of course
1: you were. That's right. You knew that that you had furniture being delivered on Saturday. Oh, you Saturday. weren't going to learn until Friday no, yeah. what time slot they gave you, and they gave you three till five. More they did. Less. They
0: absolutely <laughs> did, and it arrived at twenty past four. Did it? So I was following uh, the action online. Yeah. Um brilliant, absolutely great yep. result. Another we do seem to
1: win when, b- big when you don't
0: turn up, guy. <laughs> we do. It's happened so many times. <laughs> uh another cracking goal from Brett McGavin Uh no, yep. pe- another two penalties. Uh, second time this season he's got a brace of penalties in a game.
1: Yeah. He's he's
0: scored more goals. He's
1: scored 9 goals um including the one at uh Western the other day. Um, I think it's six of them have been penalties.
0: I think it might be five, but it's it's certainly more than half of them. Yeah. A penalty. And what I meant to look up, but I haven't had a chance yet, is I think that he has been the fouled player for all of those penalties.
1: Certainly oh, he was for the two
0: on Saturday. Yeah, interesting. I believe he was for the two I against do, Hungerford. I do
1: remember writing Get Up and Take It Himself <laughs> yes. quite a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So he wins them and he scores them. And dispatches them. Dispatches he does them. dispatch them well. He does, yeah. Absolutely. But, we, I mean, we're a fragile team at the moment. We're not consistent. Yeah, well, we're then... talking
1: about Aaron Jarvis. He won't be playing. On no, Saturday.
0: that's it. Well, Aaron. As, lo- uh, uh,
1: as long as we can make out, anyway.
0: Seven minutes into Gary time at the end of the yeah, game, yeah. When an extraordinary own goal, if you haven't seen the highlights yet, have a look. A strange, strange own goal from a lad who just scored a 30 yarder, yeah. Um, gives us a second goal in charging in to the ball at the far post. Aaron Jarvis crashes into the barrier yeah. at the back of the goal in front of the Torquay fans, uh, injures his knees down for a long time actually, yeah. Um so
1: I was watching on, on the stream, and uh, they, they were talk, the stream had no commentary, so I was okay. I was listening to David on radio Devon uh, and Alan, and uh, there was about 12-second difference. because again, it was it really weird. Sick. Yeah, it was really weird. <laughs> it was happening on the radio before it was happening on the screen. but uh, they were talking about him being down. The, the, obviously, the yeah. cameraman was a, a, a Western person, so he didn't focus on it. But, mm.
0: um, and, then, was- and then Mox. Well and and they met at the tunnel as they were going off. Did they? Yeah, they mo- um Aaron Jarvis had just about limped around to the tunnel as Dean Moxie with a very nasty cut on his face by the sound of it. Bridge uh, of his nose apparently. They met at the tunnel and hobbled in together. Yeah. Talking finished with 10 men because we'd already used all three subs by then. Yeah. Um uh we're we'll talk about the game first and then we'll talk then, about we? the fan. I don't think, don't think
1: Mox came back on.
0: No, I don't think he did. Yeah. No, you're probably right. Uh, two goals from Ruben Reid, who's played for us. Should not be allowed band, to play score two Exeter. goals
1: against us on a day like that. Uh, obviously obviously an amazing career, yeah. don't get me yeah. wrong,
0: but he's 35 and he was never the fastest in the first place. No. Um, but two goals, one of them a penalty. Yeah. Um, we missed Tom Lapsley dreadfully.
1: Oh, we never play well when Tom Lapsley's no. not in the team. Um uh, that's that's Ace said it's not Tom Lapsley. I no. know Gary said that Ace is back, and so you know, he, he kind of tried to suggest that he was a Tom Lapsley, but Ace isn't. are two completely different players, they
0: are. I mean, and there's this. I mean, certainly the first five or ten minutes, we were standing behind the goal and we said they're coming through the Lapsley gap,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: um, which is like the Watford gap, but yeah. uh, a bit more difficult to get through because when Tom Lapsley is on the field, I mean, he. He would be the first to say he's not the most skillful. I'd be careful where I go. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, he's, yeah. I mean, he spoils. If you were trying to run through that midfield, you'd be confronted by an angry Tom Lapsley. And no one wants to be confronted no by one one an angry that. Tom Lapsley. Uh, and but that's you know that we didn't have that deterrent on Tuesday night. I mean, Acer is a great player and a, a, a terrific attacking player, but he's not the tigerish tackler. No.
1: He's not, Tom Tom He's not Tiger Tom no Lapsley. not Tiger Tom No one's Tiger Tom Lapsley. And that's that's the point. The, 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 having him in the team um, papers over a lot of cracks. I well, think. it does. I think you're
0: right. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. So we missed him terribly on yeah. Tuesday.
1: So we missed him terribly. We were already without um, Dan Martin um, and uh, Dylan De Silva. So that's yeah. three before the game started. Yep. Um, Kevin Dawson's obviously hasn't even started a game this season, so that's four. It's injured before the game started, and then we finish up with two more, so that's six. Now, we think, don't we, that that Brett, uh, Brett, um, Dean Moxie... Yeah. Maybe okay. It sounds as
0: if he might be all right. Um, he's made of tough stuff. Yeah. Um, and he's, um, there's a dog walking past Richard. This usually distracted terrible, I couldn't see, I can't
1: see him yet. There I can is. now see him.
0: Yeah. There's an aged Jack Russell walking yeah. past him. It's the same one we saw <laughs> earlier on. It is. Um, Dean Moxey's made of tough stuff. You imagine that unless it's a massive injury, he'll be patched up and back. When he
1: can play with a. Broken nose alone, yeah. just to cut nose, can't he? So I'm not. I'm not yeah. saying I'd want to, but uh, he will. Must um, hurt
0: like Hector head the ball with a yeah. broken nose. Yeah. Uh, but it seems Aaron Jarvis, maybe. I don't think we'll see Jarvis no. on
1: Saturday, and I don't think we'll see the other four. So that's five players of a yeah. tiny squad that we've got—a yeah. two-string squad, not in terms of finance, but in terms of numbers. Um, and we're not, as things stand, we are not going to have enough Mm. players to fill the bench at Hampton and Richmond Borough. Forget the the Borough.
0: So, I mean, Gary doesn't give very much away, obviously, when it comes to who he's looking for and what's going on, but I wouldn't be surprised if phone calls are being made.
1: Well, phone calls... He'll be the first to say phone calls are being made all the time. But at some point... Um, the the line that it's got to be the right player for the club, etc. Yeah, and uh, that that's some some point that's going to have to break because we just need players at the moment yeah. just to get us through um, what will probably be two weeks without five key players.
0: Oh, not key players, it but sounds, but some of them are key players certainly. That sounds really painful, doesn't it? Because the home game against Bath is yep. coming up, then the home game against Yeovil is yep. coming up, and
1: Aaron Aaron. Aaron, uh Acer Hall is not fit either.
0: No, he's not. He's not, I not, mean he's playing. He's not ninety minutes no. fit. He will play I mean he will play every opportunity Acer will play. We know that Acer is talking through and through yep. and will play and will give everything he's got. Yep. But he's not quite match fit yet, is he? We are to the bone. <laughs> we absolutely are. Um So the eight hundred and fifty fans at Western, if you weren't there, Um, You won't have experienced the atmosphere Mm. in the minutes immediately after the game. Uh, A bloke standing a little way away from me, who I've known for 20 years, Mm -hmm. and he was apoplectic with rage. He was swearing. The F word was flying around. He's targeting um, Gary Johnson. He had a go at Aaron Downs. And people have just... Gone over the edge on this. Now, to be fair, some of the younger fans around him took him to task. Did they? Um, and said, "Look, you know, this is this is where we are. This is what we've got. We need to get behind the team, and you know, and and carry on supporting the current mm. setup until it comes right, which we're sure it will."
1: Gary's not going anywhere. he's not, not at the going moment. anywhere. Um, he won't go anywhere. Um, we, <laughs> I've still not heard from. Uh, Mr. Ed, uh, Edwards, no. Um, Gary's not. I'd like. I'd li- I-, I would like someone to say uh, yes. We have got the the mm. request for an interview, but no, we, we won't do it. Thank you for asking. But I've not, not even had that guy.
0: I did have that. Oh. To be fair, I did have that, but I asked a different question. But I have had a response well, to the question that I asked. So I'm yeah, obviously. Yeah. Well, no, it was a different question. Right. Yeah, we had a different time, but it's. But Gary is not a quitter. No, oh, I know Richard Nixon that. So we of, don't, but... we
1: don't know what well, the, the whole point of mentioning George Edwards then is. We don't know his thoughts on it. No, but I, I think it's safe to say that he's not going to sack Gary Johnson no. this
0: week. No, absolutely not. And it's, and we've spoken to Gary. You've just heard what Gary said. The yeah, question yeah, yeah. about the fracture in the club. Which is, I mean, it, it was it was a considerable number of people on Tuesday night. It was not the whole away support, probably not even half of the away support, mm. but a considerable number of people making their voices heard. The danger is, of course, that it, the fans don't come here to play more because the atmosphere is so bad. Yeah. Um, mm. So, you know, we have to repair it. Gary and the team have to repair it by winning matches. The fans have to repair it by accepting that this is the team that they've got to get behind, certainly for the time being. They won't want to hear that. No. But, you know, this this is the squad. This is where we are. And we have to get behind them. Last Saturday, it all went swimmingly well. And this Tuesday... Tuesday night, it did not. It's raining. It's raining. It's raining in my heart, Richard. You sent
1: me a picture of... <laughs> yeah, uh, you sent I a little video that, yeah.
0: and said it's raining in my heart. Was and all
1: I could think about after that was Jason Donovan. <laughs> well, he was there,
0: obviously. <laughs> But, you know, that's where we are. I think Gary's answered the questions. There's no point in us going over the same ground. Um, Especially to the soundtrack of this rain. the soundtrack it's of the rain. Uh, The game that's coming up on Saturday is going to be a tough one.
1: Yes, it is. Away um, to uh, the Beavers. The, <laughs> they're called the Beavers. I know, I know. They play I the Beavers. I kid beavery. you not. <laughs> <laughs> they do. <laughs> um
0: in Richmond borough.
1: We're, we're childish,
0: aren't we? We are.
1: Um, the... Uh, Give it two two and a half weeks ago, and you would have looked at that game and thought, "Is three points?" Three Thank points. Thank you very much. Um, but they've now won four games in a four row. Four in a row. They beat Worthing four-one.
0: Yeah, that's a result. Last week, that's yep. a result. They're eighth place. They're one point behind us. Um, we've lost three out of our last four league games. I tell you what, we haven't done. You know, we haven't drawn since the opening day of the season. Have we not had a draw? No, apart from Dover, on the opening oh yes, day. of
1: course we. Yeah, of course that yeah
0: we've only should have won that, that as well um, the last time we played Hampton and Richmond incidentally uh, up there December 2018 we won 3-0 up there right with a goal from Seku Jane and two from Calvin Kalala right uh, and the other little factoid that I jotted down Aaron Downs first game in the UK when he came over from Oz uh, he played for Hampton and Richmond did he? he played one game in 2003
1: hmm.
0: according to Wikipedia and they never uh, get anything Lecombeet wrong, It's always they? right. It's always right because it's written by people like us. Yeah. Uh, it's 178 miles if you're going up to Hampton and Richmond on Saturday. Uh, as you say, a couple of weeks ago we'd have been relishing this one. Yeah, we're not now. now we're always. thinking, no, you know, that's, we're, we're up against it. The bookies will probably make Hampton and Richmond's narrow favourites for that Probably one. now. Especially given the, um, the injury problems that we've got.
1: I don't think the bookies look that too closely. They probably just look at the table. When we are at that level,
0: would you take a draw? No. We win. Well, draws aren't aren't any good to us no. anymore. Win. We have to win that one. We have dropped a little bit behind on the graph, the uh, the two points a game graph, yes. which uh, is for promotion. Dropped a little way behind that. But
1: well, what's more concerning, concerning, concerning is Yeovil are pulling away at the top. They are for the first time this season a team is actually making a break for it from the peloton.
0: <laughs> Indeed. The top four after Saturday's games, by the way, was Yeovil, Taunton, Bath, and Torquay. Yeah. The West Country teams are doing well yeah. in this league yeah. this season. Um, so I, I think. It, well, actually, the South West Mini League on Tuesday night, it was obviously Western 3, Torquay 2, Bath 3, Taunton 0. Yeah. And Yeovil 2, Weymouth 0. So Weston and Yeovil are top of that little table, nine points each. Okay. Yeovil have won all three of their games. Weston have won three out of four. Talking be a fifth in that table of eight. eight. Uh, And Truro are the team they've only got one point from four games Mm. against local opposition. Playing them soon, aren't we? We are playing them soon. We've got a whole succession of local derbies coming up. Um, Any other business? We have other business. Uh, Mike Williamson has got himself a move to MK Dons. Mm. He's managing MK Dons. He's done well there, hasn't he? Done well. I mean, a gate, a, a He has turned things around at Gateshead. I mean, he, he
1: he he was the one, other than Gary Johnson, that last year didn't get the sack when they were near the bottom of the yeah. of the table in the National League, and uh, and it's proved to be a good decision by well Gateshead. Although they they've now lost him, but.
0: But we—I mean—we always think of Mike Williamson as having been a manager for a while because he's been at Gateshead. But he hasn't. He's still a young bloke. Yeah. And uh, not I think as young as when a... I saw him play for the youth team all those years ago. Oh, tell me about the goal—the um, Western Premier goalkeeper.
1: Oh, Harry Lee. Harry Lee. Harry Lee, born in Torquay, eighteen, on loan from Exeter City.
0: I hadn't twigged that on Tuesday yeah, night. Yeah, and
1: he had a good game as well. He, he had a couple of near misses when he almost cleared a ball into. Bradley Ash at one point and another player I think. But um he had a good game and he made he was he was decent coming to coming for crosses. I mean I was watching him because I know know who he is. You saw him um, play here at Playmore when he I was. I saw him married. play here at Playmore about eight years ago and he was the biggest primary school player I have ever seen in my life. In fact I thought they'd got a ringer in, whoever <laughs> it was that he was playing for. It was it was the annual pri- yeah. primary school cup day, loads of different teams. The beauty teams. cup. The beauty cup and all that. There's loads of different cups that they play all day really and it was a sunday and it was a lovely day and um yeah so uh, there was this massive lad in goal for someone <laughs> he probably would have been 11 or, yeah. or, or 10 he's and, one of our uh, own I remember, isn't he? So, yeah, yeah yeah and i remember so, seeing seeing my friend fiona there whose son was playing for one of the teams yeah. and uh, she said oh yeah that's harry lee he's already on the books at exodus city so they already
0: got him by then yeah. It's good, lad. Um, just still another couple of things to pick up from Western. Opie Edwards had a good game. Yeah. Still got that rocket pace. Yeah. And
1: we don't have any
0: pace at no, the moment we don't. in the team, uh, especially with Dylan De
1: Silva out.
0: But he's Opie Edwards is still an absolute rocket ship. Reuben Reid, of course, played well, and Luke Pearce did come on as sub. Yeah. Towards the end.
1: Uh, uh, he went there because he was going to get game time, but I think they've they've yeah. they've decided as well, like we did, that it's. Uh, I don't think it's going well for, for Mr. Pearce, no. unfortunately.
0: But you know, it was it, Opie Edwards is still playing well, mm. which is oh, it's. Good. Sorry, I digress. Um, the women's team, talking United Women, um, they're away at Abingdon on Sunday. They're tenth in the table. Yeah, they're not having the a great one. Abingdon are seventh. Mm-hmm. Didn't, uh they lost to Exeter. 7-0 7 the not they? Yeah, seven I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't going to say the 7-0 but there you go they lost to Exeter they're me? not
1: having a great season they're, they're finding the step up quite difficult
0: so it'll be a tough game away at Abingdon yeah, on yeah, Sunday yeah, but we yeah, wish yeah. them well and in the non-non-league uh, Brixham have been a, drawn away at Cows. in the yeah FA that's Vars. a trip isn't it I, I, it I, is I, overseas I,
1: I talked to, to Tim Porter this week and you know he said it was quite exciting to to realize that you were going overseas to play a team and then suddenly the logistics of it all kicked <laughs> yeah, in and it's a uh, long way.
0: you know it's expensive maybe
1: he would prefer a home game at wall park
0: but because they got so far in the vars last year they got to the quarters last year didn't yeah. they um, so they've come in slightly later they've come later. in
1: this 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 round yeah, which point. is the second round so november uh, the 11th so, 11, so, the, so, the, so the, i think it's the sixth round altogether but they yeah. call it the second round because they <laughs> like to confuse There, what what makes me laugh is the vase and the trophy have first round qualifying second round qualifying yeah. and the fa cup has qualifying first round and second uh, and and why don't they just make them all the same no, no. fa come on it would be so easy
0: to do i'm, angry, so much easier I'm getting like i'm fans. getting
1: like the fans at western
0: uh brixham fourth in yeah, they're doing really well at the moment. Yeah, they're yeah. away at Wellington on Saturday. Wellington are seventeenth. Yeah, they're win there. Wellington's um, fitness and conditioning coach is a Brixham Lad, by the way. Because they know him quite well? Zach is um, he's up at Wellington as a okay. coach up there, so there'll be a little bit of uh, a bit of rivalry going on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buckland are sixth yeah. in the Premier League. They're at home to Helston on Saturday. Helston yeah, a are tough game.
1: Yeah, that's going to be a tough game.
0: And it's a showdown between two of the top scorers in the league. Ricky Shepard has got 13 for Helston. Brixham kept him very quiet. I saw Helston play at Brixham. Really? uh, And Brixham kept him very quiet. I was thinking at the point, he was scoring two or three goals a game at the start of the season. And I was thinking then, this is going to be a bit of a showdown. Um, But Brixham managed to keep him quite subdued. And Buckland, of course, have got Jared Lewington, who's on 10 now. Yeah. So, there's a game. If you're not going to Hampton and Richmond... Yep um homers heath will be a, a good place to yes watch a football match on saturday buckland versus helston uh, and we'll be back next week there will have been um only the one game there's no tuesday game next no week.
1: tuesday game we've got the uh, the talkie kids and the the, the fa youth cup aren't of they, course this uh, yes reading city
0: they're playing today aren't they yeah. as we're talking on thursday yeah. uh, so good luck to them and we'll be back next week hopefully after a rousing victory at the Bevery, it's going to be amazing. It's the Bevery. Against it, come on, you beavers. They're not the bevers. They're the beavers. That's very true. Are we going to snigger about that for much longer? Yeah. Look at this poor chap out in the rain delivering his farm foods leaflets. It's stopped raining now. Uh, he's soaked though, isn't he? Yeah, he's not. He's not dry. It's <laughs> not he? a good day to be a postie. But uh, <laughs> there you go. Thank you very much for listening. We've been yeah, sitting in a car in Marnham Road. Yeah. Um, where should we all do the podcast next week? In a car. Uh, in let's
1: do it in the Beavery. <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's do that. <laughs> let's finish as We always do in perfect harmony. Come, Come on, you, you yellows. yellows. Even on Tuesday. Come on, you yellows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, you yellows. Flying high
1: below the Wembley archway sky today. Come on, you yellows. Full of pride, buckle up.